Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. everybody. Welcome back to the Red X podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Haley Johnson and welcome. I am so happy to be here today. We have a very exciting guest. Uh, today we have Brendan Bartik from the Bartik group with us today. We are going to be talking about circle prospecting, strategy scripts, uh, a bunch of good stuff. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be awesome. Um, but welcome to the podcast, Brendan. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Haley. I'm, uh, as I was saying, I'm a big a fan of Red X and what it's done for my career and uh, anything I can ever do to support you guys, I'm more than happy to help. Yes, we're we're happy to have you. If you are watching us right now live, feel free to chime in, chat in wherever you're watching, whether it's on our website, uh, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, just chat in. Um, tell us where you're from and, and we'll get here started. And throughout this podcast, this is a participatory event. We want you to ask your questions throughout the show. Um, so if you have questions for Brendan, be sure to ch chat them in and we'll try to get all of those answered. So, um, all right, let's get this thing started, Brendan. I want, for people that don't know who you are, can we start out with a little bit of an introduction, um, maybe how you got into real estate and a little bit of your career and, and things like that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, Brendan Bardick here in Denver, Colorado. Um, I currently own a real estate brokerage that has about 256 agents. I own a real estate team, which is the Bardick Group uh, at Keller Williams Real Estate. And I also own a coaching company, which is Brendan Bardock Real Estate Coaching. So those are my main three passions is basically helping agents succeed. Uh, and I was a uh, top performing listing agent for a long time. Well, I started out to ask how I got in Haley. So I started out as a uh, assistant to a top producer. Um, the reason I got into real estate was I was working for a company called Halliburton overseas doing property management for them in Iraq and Kuwait. So I thought when I got done with that, I would go into real estate, which was kind of a weird entryway. <laughs> Went to real estate school. The guy was like, you talk way too much to be in property management and urged me to go into general real estate. I started as an assistant to a top producer for $8.80 an hour. Uh, took her cat to the vet. Uh, ran, and at that time, there was no Red X. So I would run expireds for her manually every morning uh, using like 411.com, yellowpages.com. And, and then I would fax them to her. That's how old it was. Uh, so I would fax them to her. But I learned a lot from her. And then from there, I became an agent on her team. From there, I became an agent on my own. From there, I created my own team. And uh, a lot of it was just, you know, utilizing tools like the Red X, you know, having great coaching and then just following a system and a model and uh, it all worked out. I love that. I love that story. Started from the bottom and now yeah. you're here. Yeah. So that's awesome. Cool. Well, then I want to get into a little bit. Um, what just tell me some things that right now 
obviously crazy time to be in real estate uh, with the low inventory market, um, lots of things going on in real estate, which makes it really exciting. But I want to hear a little bit of how um, business has been for you the past year, um, what you've been focusing on, things that have been successful for you and your team. Yeah, well, business has been stronger than ever for us. So we follow a simple model uh, that is relationship based with heavy prospecting, which sounds kind of weird, right? Yeah, so, like so yeah, our, our whole goal is to, um, you know, we're very numbers oriented. So we know, you know, how many conversations, how many appointments, we, we call them contacts that we need to set every day. And then once we start building relationships with our clients, we put them into our 33 touch system, meaning that we do 33 touches with that client uh, over the course of 12 months. We do 12 direct mailers, 12 digital market reports, four phone calls, and five personal touches. Wow. And when we nurture them like that, that uh, produces a lot of business, a lot of referrals. Uh, and then on the prospecting side, we utilize the Red X, we use Mojo dialers, we use a number of different technologies to try to leverage and automate our process the best we possibly can mm -hmm. to talk to as many people as we can and put them into our system. And so uh, we you know, learned during COVID a number of different strategies that worked, a number of different strategies that uh, weren't as effective. And one of the ones we're talking about today, Haley, is, is one of that, it's probably the one that's truest to my heart. I would say besides the expired call, it is the circle prospecting. And I think people have different definitions of what that word means, circle prospecting. Uh, for us, it's, it's talking to people and finding out what their current status is and not if they're going to sell today, but when and making sure we're there when that time comes. And, and that's, that's, I think, a lot different than what most agents think. Most agents are calling and just thinking that they're going to hit this like this jackpot of, oh, somebody wants to list today. And I'm not saying that won't happen. It's just not the right strategy. It, it, it's basically like thinking you're going to win the lotto every couple of days. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, really a little bit more of the long game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, cool. so that's, yeah, that's the strategy. Um, we also, you know, run on the front side, especially using Red X, the analytics, the data, we run a lot of information through on, you know, a big piece of our business is expired and for sale by owners. Mm -hmm. And same thing that we have a system for how we approach them, uh, A, obviously being scripted and then B, once we make contact with an expired, we do what we call a four by four. So four touches, four immediate touches, four weeks in a row. And then after that, they go into our 33 touch. So it's kind of like just supersizing the front side to make okay. sure that they know who we are, what we're about. Um, we have different selling options that we utilize. You know, we have six seller options, cash offer, sell it in 60 days, fix and list. What we realized in COVID, Haley, to answer your question, I know I went a roundabout way there. <laughs> what we realized during COVID and even the last 12 months is sellers want more options, right? They want, right. They want more options right now with limited inventory. We had to start solving problems that weren't mm, the problems of two years ago, right? right. We keep hearing, I want to sell, but where am I going to buy, right? Yep. I'd love to move, but I can't afford to, where am I going to go? 
So we've, we've really started looking at that and figuring out how can we solve these problems and then make sure sellers know that there's more than one option than just you list your house and hopefully you find a house. Mm -hmm. so, so that's what we've been doing. Okay, great. Like a lot of strategy here. I want to dive into a lot of the things that um, you were saying. And and I was going to ask, and you, you kind of already answered this, but um, when I think about like your strategy and how you're evolving it as, as the needs of sellers change or evolve or things like that, um, is there anything, because you say you have your 33 Touch program, you have all these things. It sounds like maybe you're keeping strategy the same, just maybe like making tweaks. Um, like, yeah. what do you think about that? Is your strategy basically the same? You just kind of alter it a little bit or, because well, it's not really a 180, right? No, no, no. The strategy has always been since day one, build relationships, mm -hmm. right? My goal is trying to get people to fall in love with me and my service and my agent service and our company's service. And to do that, I have to stay number one, top of mind. Number two, in our 33 touch that, that I know sets us apart than anyone else is the five personal touches. And people really screw this up, Haley, in understanding what a personal touch is. They think if I send you a Starbucks gift card, that's a personal touch. Mm -hmm. That's not a personal touch. A personal touch is finding out data about your client. So let's say that I know, for example, that my client um, loves tacos. Something as random as this, right? There's a national taco day. Right. So I will send them an, a, a, a six pack of tacos on that day on National Taco Day. And that's logged in our database. And they're like, oh, my God, Brendan knows how much I love freaking tacos. Like that's a personal touch. And that mm -hmm. takes a lot of database management to make those experiences happen. And, and that's probably an extreme. Like, for example, a personal touch would be uh, for us. We, we do some some main ones. Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthday, house anniversary day. Right. Then if we know maybe they're a veteran, Veterans Day, maybe they um, whatever it is. One, one of my agents, you know, just found out one of his clients was uh, he worked uh, for the oil industry. There's National Oil Workers Day. Right. There's a day wow. for everything. But imagine <laughs> you got a card on on National Oil Workers Day being like, hey, thanks for everything you do. Your realtor, you know, or you don't even say your realtor. I'm just saying Grant. Right. Is my agent. Yeah. On that's going to make that person feel like we're in a real estate relationship or we're just in a re re relationship. And by the way, I do real estate. Mm -hmm. So, so that's like that. been really trying to, so to your exact point, yeah, the strategy hasn't changed. It's build relationships. The way that we've had to do it has been different because we've had, you know, your kind of our client appreciation events have been taken away, right? We couldn't have night at the Rockies, you know, here in Denver, <laughs> you know, couldn't do those types of things because of COVID. So how can we bring those experiences to them had changed quite a bit. So maybe it was, we would send a bottle of wine to our top 50 clients and we would do a wine and cheese tasting or wine and cheese. We were doing everything thinking about how to think outside of the box. We did bingo, we did scavenger hunts, we all kind of crazy stuff, but we just had to start thinking we still need to interact, right? but we can't do it the same way we did it before. Hmm. I love this. I love building relationships. It's just so much more genuine yeah. and um, shows shows the people that you're talking to that you actually care. Um, so, and I kind of want to back up to to when these people are just leads, right? Um, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about circle prospecting because 
um, a lot of people shifted, especially people that are avid expired prospectors, for example. Um, it was kind of harder. Uh, there, there aren't as many expired leads um, with such low inventory like that. So a lot of people have been turning to circle prospecting um, if they hadn't already. So I want to talk a little bit about um, best practices of circle prospecting. If we can go there and talk about how you take those leads and then put them into your database. How talk to me about that that process? Absolutely, one hundred percent. So, so here's probably the biggest game changer in, in starting out your strategy is whether you're on a team, you're an individual agent, or you're in an office. Is you have to make sure you know when you're circle prospecting what the what the buyer need is for your office. Mm-hmm. So the first successful part of a really good circle prospecting call session is to actually pre-mail that neighborhood first. And we, we call it, yeah, we call it a letter from the heart, which I, kind of sounds interesting, but- I love that. <laughs> yeah, so it's a letter from the heart. Even the paper's kind of more uh, on a smaller envelope. It's a little scenery. Uh, and we're, we're sending this and there's companies that make it look like, not that it was handwritten. They, they know it's not handwritten by you, but it looks personal, it looks more personal. Yeah. stamp you use on it, right? So use like a birthday cake stamp instead of uh, the regular stamp. Our odds are for you to open it and then I'm going to explain to you. So here in Roxborough neighborhood, let's just pick a neighborhood, right? So here in Roxborough neighborhood. So, hey, Haley, this is, it's Brendan. Hope you're doing well. Wow, what a crazy year. So much has happened in our life. You could talk about you buying a dog or you getting a dog or you having a baby or you having this or whatever that's happened in your life. I'm just writing you this letter to also let you know that I have several buyer needs for your neighborhood. Right now I have a buyer that's looking for a 400 to 600,000 square foot house in your home. It has to be a main floor master. Uh, if you have anything that fits that or knows anyone that might be interested in selling, please reach out to me. So you can start out with a letter. Obviously the more specific you get, the less response you'll get. So obviously if you make it more vague, but you wanna make it specific enough so that it's authentic, right? Yes. Get that letter, first of all, that happens a week ahead of time. Then second piece of that strategy is, depending upon your technology available, we use a company called Easy Text, right? We're going to now send, before we even pick up the phone, I'm going to shoot a text message to that neighborhood through uh, the texting company. And again, check with all your local laws and all that stuff, right? We'll text them and say, hey, uh, I don't know if you got my letter last week, but I have a buyer interested here in Roxborough. Uh, I was curious if you know of anybody that might be interested in selling. So the prep work to this, now then that third layer, now I make that phone call, Haley, and they go, hey, it's Brendan with uh, you know the Barter Group at Keller Williams Real Estate. Hey, Haley, I was just calling you real quick because I'm working with this young couple. The, the, the wife is a nurse, the husband's a firefighter, and we've missed out on several opportunities here in the neighborhood. So I was calling all the neighbors, Haley, to see if you or anyone you know might be interested in selling. And then we go into that script. Right, mm. so in that script. So now, even if you didn't get my text message, even if you didn't get my letter, hopefully you did with both. That's going to make it a lot easier. At this point, you're going to say one of two things: Yes, I know somebody. No, I have no clue. Right. Right. That's that's the two avenues that we're going to go in this script. Yes, I know. But that beginning intro is very important, and I want to hit on that for a second, Haley. Mm-hmm. The better your story is, this is where I see agents screw up with circle prospecting. 
So Haley, this is the other script that I would never use, but this is what I hear agents do sometimes. Yeah. Be like, hey, Haley, it's Brendan with XYZ Company. Haley, I'm working with a lot of buyers right now that are looking to buy a home in your area. I wanted to see if you had any interest in selling. Sounds similar to the first, but the major difference is people want to help people. So when the reason I said that the wife is a nurse, the husband's a firefighter, the they have a new two-year-old baby, the better story you build around this, people want to help people and they're less likely to hang up on you. Haley, wow. Because if I'm calling you up, Haley, and I'm saying, Haley, you know what? I really want to sell houses and I want to make money from commissions. <laughs> you don't give us a hoot about me. Right? <laughs> like you're like, and uh, okay, yeah, and go screw yourself. You're a vulture. Click. Mm -hmm. I'm not moving. Click. But if I call up and I'm trying to help someone, right? People helping people, it's powerful stuff. Right. I'm trying to help someone, it's going to make that initial entry so much less threatening, right? right. So, so that's a big piece to it. So now I've gotten to that part. Now you're going to say yes or no. So Haley, you're going to say, uh, no, no one comes to mind, Brennan. Yeah, <laughs> no, we have no interest in selling, you know, no one comes. Uh, oh, great. So Haley, anyone that you can think of maybe from the, the school system, your church, Anyone at all come to mind? No, I don't know anybody. Okay, hey, no worries. Well, Haley, while I've got you, I always have a huge buyer demand here in this neighborhood. So Haley, if you were to move, where would you go next? Go ahead, well, we can just play this if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, I would probably move back to my hometown in Texas. That's where my family's at. Oh my gosh, moving back to your hometown in Texas, that's exciting. And Haley, if that was the perfect situation, when would that be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, probably, if I were to think, probably a couple of years. A couple of years, okay, no worries, a couple of years. Uh, well, and then also, Haley, I appreciate that information. One of the other things that I do, Haley, well, now that I've got you on the phone, is I help a lot of the people in the neighborhood, a lot of clients here in the neighborhood, build wealth through real estate. Haley, do you currently own any rentals or any investment properties here? I do not. I just own this one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm actually doing a free webinar. It's going to be on June 19th from 6 to 7 p.m., which talks you through the entire process of how to buy your first rental property and build wealth through real estate. I'd love to send you an invite for that. Haley, what's the best email address for you? Wow. <laughs> you like that one? I do. <laughs> You're really providing value. Providing value. And so so that's so we call it check downs. So the first check down from that script, if you say no, is do you know anybody else? Mm -hmm. Second check down is if you were to move, where would you go next? Third check down is would you like to create wealth through real estate? Which again, and you can phrase that a couple of different ways. A lot of times I'll just be like, Haley, oh my I got you. Do you own any investment properties? You don't have to say build wealth through real estate and sound kind of cheesy. There's a lot of, I was just trying to make sure people understood what I was talking about yeah. watching or listening. Then the final check down, if you say, no, I don't want to buy any investment properties. I just went through bankruptcy. I'm on meth, whatever you say, right? I would say, oh, great. Okay. I can appreciate all of that. Well, Haley, in addition, I send out an amazing quarterly market report to all the neighbors. They love it. Would you like to receive that by mail, uh, regular mail or email? Now, the whole point of that is that's called a double tie, right? They have to pick one or the other. So usually they'll pick email because people don't want to have more junk mail in their in their um, mailbox. Right. But my goal of this call 
is to get an email address so I can future market to them. My goal of this call is to get a status for the notes. So now I know you want to move to Texas in three to four years. So now I have something that I can write in a handwritten note and saying, Haley, I'm super excited to you know, be here when you're available or whatever the situation might be when you're ready to go to Texas. If you ever have any questions or want a free market analysis, give me a call, holler at your boy, love Brendan, right? I'm just joking, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Like, what I, you know, we're gonna start that conversation. Then if you say yes to my investment seminar, Haley, people get so caught up in doing these investor seminars. The best thing that happened in COVID is Zoom, right? So yeah. I can do a 30 minute uh, investor seminar. And even if you don't have any idea how to sell investment properties, all I do is I have a lender come on uh, that talk about how to get finance for buying your first investment property. So I just kind of interview them like you're doing with me now. Mm -hmm. Number two, I have a contractor that comes on the Zoom with me to talk about things that you should look for in buying your first investment property. And a half hour goes by like this. But people got on, they got registered, they see me, they get pre-qualified through my lender. And then I have buyers that start to build wealth through real estate, which also makes me a value. Mm -hmm. If they show up to the webinar, I send them a book. In Keller Williams world, we have a book called The Millionaire Real Estate Investor. Mm -hmm. I send them a book on the inside of that front page. I say, Haley, super excited to help you grow wealth and build your empire through real estate. Look forward to helping you with anything you need. Give me a call. Love, Brendan. You know, sincerely, Brendan. Right. Mail that book. You give somebody knowledge and give somebody power. Now we're homies. Now we're friends. Right. That relationship is starting to happen. So there was a lot in there, but that's, right. that's what circle prospecting looks like in my world at a high level. Wow. Okay. So, and, and a question that we got in, somebody asked how, how, what do I say on the phone to get people's um, email addresses? That's a big thing to add to your database. And you perfectly answered that. And that was awesome. I think this is so interesting because I, I talked to so many people, um, through interviews, podcasts, things like that, different agents that have so many different approaches. But as you are talking about this with me, um, even just on this podcast, and you were saying, um, like, helping people build wealth, whatever, it, it sounded just super genuine. And that's like, that is something that I love. Because um, when I was working with a real estate agent and stuff like that, you just, I think we, we call it sales breath here, where you just get... Yeah, you know that feeling of, of yeah. like, oh, you're you're just in it for yourself. Like, okay, I don't want to talk to you, whatever. But because of the questions that you're asking, one, you you uncover my needs, and then you help me. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what have you thought about building wealth? And if and if no one's like thought about that, then that's an interesting topic. But if someone has been thinking about that, also um, a perfect segue to to provide even more value than just the phone call. Yeah, and Haley, it's like the movie Inception, right? With Leonardo DiCaprio. Once I plant this idea in your mind of building wealth in real estate, three or four days will go by and then you'll be like, honey, I think we should buy a rental property, right? <laughs> it just starts happening. And then all of a sudden I've sent you a handwritten note card. Certain mailers are coming to you now. You're mm -hmm. getting info about how to build wealth through in, uh, real estate. All of that happens. There's never a time where I ask you for business. I'm always providing value, 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 value. And eventually you're going to reciprocate. And even if you don't ever, no worries. That's the end game of this is, you know, if, if I have a hundred people in my database and I do the same process with all of them, not all hundred are going to buy or sell real estate or refer me business, but right. you a large amount will, mm. right? 
somebody's going to at the very least, and it's a large percentage. We know for every 12 people in our database, we produce two transactions, one, one with them over their lifetime and one referral. So I have a two to 12 return, right? Or one out of six, however you want to look right. at it, for people in my database, if I do the right things and provide value and make it about them, mm. right? I, I, I see agents all the time. They send these emails. I'm always available for your referrals. You know, give me this, give me that, give me that. I'm, I have big goals this year. One of my, I used to be a Mike Ferry agent. You know, I was coached by Mike Ferry Systems a long time ago. Mm. And, and I love Mike Ferry. Great. I mean, it really helped me understand how to work the phones and do all this. The, the funny thing with a lot of that, the, that mythology was, was always just, it's about me, right? Yeah. You'd be like, call your database and tell me you have big goals and you really want to hit your goals this year. And if they know of anyone looking to buy or sell real estate, mm. I was like, I don't think I can make that call. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that just that, doesn't feel uh, right. <laughs> you, said, you said sales breath. We call it commission breath, right? It's yeah. like, like I, I don't <laughs> want to, I never wanted to feel like a douchebag. Right. That yeah. was my whole goal is how can I stay as non douchey as possible and provide as much value as I can and become friends and in relationships with the people I'm working with, you know, with my database. So mm -hmm. you're, that, you're in the business of people. You yeah. might as well do something that that the people want. Something that you said before when you were talking about the mailers and stuff is that people want to help people. Um, I love I love that aspect of of you giving details of of a family that wants to buy a house and things like that. Um, but it's just about like I the um, real estate community, the real estate industry has has a stigma around sales bros, sales people, sales like oh, real estate agents, like they're everywhere. They're they're coming at my door with like they're so um like it's just this negative connotation with them. Um but if because, if you're because there they don't provide any value. That's exactly. Why. Yeah, because they they're just saying the things one. like they're just saying things like I, I want this. I, I need this. Help me with this. Um, and no one wants that, especially when you're calling somebody else and interrupting their day with a phone call. And then you're just like, listen, let's talk about me who <laughs> like that is you're in the business of people. That is so wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and that's the hardest thing about this is, you know, with us as agents, everything we do is deferred gratification. So when you're doing circle prospecting, it's to build this pipeline. Uh, you know, I use that word loosely, but I, I don't like the word pipeline, but you're building this nurture database that over time you're putting deposits in that at some point you're going to cash out. You're going to take withdrawals, right? We call it the, 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 the database ATM, right? We got to put money into it to be able to get these withdrawals out of it. And when we're talking about building relationships, the craziest part about this entire thing is, so, you know, Haley, you know, I, I'm married and my, my wife, you know, if I, let's say that I only um, gave her a present on her birthday, uh, Valentine's Day and Christmas. Let's just say that people get into their heads that that's a relationship. That's the staple. That's the, that's the, that's the minimum. Their minimum yeah. If you don't, you're in trouble. If I really want her to stay in love with me, I've got to do some extra stuff that's about her that, you know, highlights her, recognizes how much I appreciate her, how much I love her, how much I care about her. Those are those little things, right? Those little sticky notes on the, the bathroom mirror that says, I was just thinking, you know, 
that extra little stuff, that's what makes somebody fall in love with you. People get it twisted all the time where it's like, well, it's Christmas. I better get her a gift card to X, Y, Z. It's like, obligation. Wow. And then you wonder why you're, you're, you know, she's hanging out with the pool boy or whatever's <laughs> happening, right? Like you're, you're, and you're surprised by that. <laughs> you're like, but I took her to Jared's and got her, you know, blah, blah, blah on Christmas. It's like, come on, man. So why don't we look at our clients the same way? Mm -hmm. Right. Why don't we look at, can I get my clients to fall in love with me? And can I be in relationships with them? And starts with circle prospecting, right? Those are things that's the first, that's like, that's like being on a, a, the first date is that cold call, right? That's that first date um, that matters. And like, he, yeah, like Andy just said, it's the little things that matter. They add up. But when we talk about those scripts, what I really want to drive home, Haley, is that everyone understands what we call that check down. And mm -hmm. when I hear people make that call, just like in an airplane, right? When an airplane gets in there to, to fly, the pilot gets in there to fly the airplane, he has a check down. He has to be like, okay, yep, okay, yep. This is the right. same thing right. when we're using scripts. I'm gonna try this. If it doesn't work, then I'm gonna go here. If it doesn't get there, I'm gonna go here. And if it doesn't get there, I'm gonna go here. And my success of the call isn't measured by did I set an appointment or not? My success of the call is, did I get through my check down? And that'll flip how you prospect. And, and it'll really help agents really understand that my target goal, people get so upset. They're like, I failed today. I didn't set a single appointment. <laughs> but you put three great people into your database. That should be the real goal. And you were able to get their email addresses and you were able to get them to sign up to come to your investor seminar or first time homebuyer seminar, perhaps. It depends on what you're calling, right? You can do, you know, you can do a seller seminar, whatever it might be but you're having them attend something and you are able to have success by, even success could be just being on the phone with them for 20 minutes. I always tell agents, try to stay on the phone as long as you can and build rapport, which also goes against a lot of coaching where it's like turn and burn. Like you gotta, okay, I gotta go onto the next call. Okay, I gotta go onto the next call. Mm -hmm. That's not a sustainable business. If you wanna hunt the rest of your life, I used to have an agent that worked in my, uh, my office. She was 66 years old calling, calling expireds every morning at seven 30 in the morning. No offense to that, but if I'm 66 calling expireds at seven 30 in the morning, I effed up my business. Mm -hmm. Something went completely sideways in my world. Right. And I don't have enough people in my database that I, that know me, love me, care me and know my brand expired should be a, a jumping point to build into your business. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do it for sport along the way, sure. But I'll be darned if I'm 66 calling expired. Yeah. We, we call those like people the grinders real estate at 66. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I say for me, that's, you know, you know, 25 years from now, like I'm, I'm not trying to do that if I did mm -hmm. this right along the way. So mm -hmm. we've got to stop trying to one shot, one kill and go, I'm building a database, a nurtured database and circle prospecting is by far and by far one of the best methods to do that. And, and you're casting a wider net. It, it's, we, we call those people the grinders. They, and, and that's what you do in the beginning when you are building a database, it's the grind. You're calling people you don't know that don't know you and, and you're building this rapport and, um, 
but a lot of people, a lot of agents just look for now business and that's it. All right. Looking for expired leads that want to sell right now. Okay. Never talk to them again. I know, um, I, there's so there's, there's not enough, um, effort in the follow-up in the touches in, in nurturing the database, because I know so many people just like my friends and family that talk to their realtor once and haven't talked to them since. Right. Um, and, and like you said, like that's the bare minimum helping somebody like reaching out on holidays. Like I get an email from like my old loan officer, uh, on like holidays and I'm like, okay, cool. This was just part of your campaign to everybody. Right. You exactly that Haley. I want everybody to hear that exactly how you feel with that. What you said with that lender is great. I just got a canned email from my lender. Cool. Mm. It's almost more negative than it is than it is even a helpful. People are like, well, right. at least I said I see agents every Christmas. You would act you would think like it's they're doing God's gift of the world that they're sitting there sending Christmas cards. <laughs> they're like, Oh, this is gonna take me a week. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're not getting it. That's basic. Like we're talking like basic level. Uh the big one in our office, and, and no, no, you know, I, I uh, boomerang you've probably heard of the company boomerang it's a postcard company that like you get like a two for one at the ice skating rink and it's a coupon that you send to your client no no negative thing to boomerang use boomerang that should be minimum that should be just because we want our clients to get cool stuff every once in a while right personal right that that's that's not meaning you being in rapport that's not meaning you being in relationship together so so yeah it, it's you hit the nail on the head i'm so glad you said that because I've been trying to get that across to people and they're like, well, I send them a market report every month. Well, I don't know why they're not selling real estate with me or, you know, they didn't call me. I'm like, cool. Like you sent them a market report for six months and you expect them to do real estate with you with their most trusted transaction. Mm. I don't know if you're going to get there that way. Yeah. They're going to get there. And then Haley talking about circle prospecting, the other thing that is the biggest game changer is practice. You, you know, if you'd ask mm -hmm. me how I've sold over a billion dollars of real estate, how I, I coach and help all these agents, it's practice. You know, earlier today, we have we have live role play every Thursday at 12 o'clock uh, for the entire country. We have people on from all over the country, and it's kind of a game show atmosphere called Thursday Throwdown. So we work on in that game show. So it'd be, like, for example, if we were on right now, it'd be, you know, you and me versus each other, and I host it, and I would say, all right, so Haley, um, you're making an expired call and the seller says to you, um, where were you when my home was on the market? They have to give a response. Now the whole audience judges whether that response was good enough or not good enough with either a thumbs up or a thumbs down, like gladiator arena style. Wow. <laughs> and they win prizes yeah. and we have brackets and we do all kinds of cool stuff with it. But the people that keep showing up to that, I've watched people get so good, so smooth. And it's not that people hate the word scripted. I don't like the word scripted. Mm -hmm. I like the word smooth, right? They're so mm -hmm. eloquent on the, on, in their conversations because all we do as agents is we pivot, right? You go this way. I need to figure out how to get you back here. Then you go that way. I need to try to figure out how to get back here. And I know when I used Red X for years myself personally, I'd have my scripts built right into it. And I would try to always come back to the script. My office was just painted with scripts because it's osmosis for me to try to learn every objection handler, right? Because you don't know, people are weird. I could ask you that same <laughs> question. So, you know, do you know of anybody that's interested in selling? And you can be like, 
I'll only sell if uh, you give me $6 million for it. That's a random objection, right? Yeah. So what do you say in that moment? And it's so important because you say the wrong thing, click. You say something that continues the conversation. We might end up getting in rapport and we might end up doing business, if not now, some point in the future. Right. And so practice, you know, at our office, we have live role play every single day. On Thursdays, it's kind of more the fun day. We have live role play every day, 12 to 12.30. And every day's theme something different. Tuesdays is Technical Tuesday, where we go all about contract questions. And what about this? And how do you explain how a furnace works? And this, the most rant, you know, stuff we need to know as agents, but people take it for granted. Haley, you would not be surprised how many people don't know how a boiler works, right? A boiler. And because again, like you being from Texas, you might not know. Like, you know we don't got no freaking boilers in Texas. <laughs> right? Now you're like, I don't even think I know how a boiler works. I'm just saying you probably do, but but this is the things we go through. So when anytime those questions come up, you're you're ready. Right? We don't, you know, again, for every one, you know, one hour of being in front of a client, I tell people you should be practicing four hours behind the scenes. That's what the pros do. You know, that, that if you see pro golfers, they're on the driving range for six hours to go exactly. out in a day to go golf in a tournament once a week. Why don't we do that as agents? Right. And something I've seen agents when, when they role play in practice is the level of confidence that they gain. And, and that is transferred on the phone calls, the real phone calls with real homeowners, the confidence that it gives you in yourself. Um, that just allows for, for a homeowner to trust you. It's a better conversation. Like you said, smooth and, and not so scripted. Like I'm a robot, you know, right. things like that. So, right. Well, Haley, that's the problem, right? If I call you and I, like we said, we just talked about it now, as we get into advanced script practice and we get into NLP, neurolinguistic programming, matching and mimicking tonality, a lot of what I work on in our coaching company is helping agents you know, not all of us were born smooth to be able to just BS. I wasn't either. I had to listen to tapes, CDs. One of the things we tell everybody, Haley, is take the scripts, record yourself with your phone, you doing it, and then play it back in your car over and over again, right? Or play it in your headphones or your ear pods or whatever it is. So you can almost brainwash yourself. So when you hear it enough times, when that objection comes or that thing hits you sideways, it kind of, it's like a Rolodex in your brain. It goes, oh, I'm supposed to use this. Oh, I'm supposed mm -hmm. to use this right now. Right. And it continues on and it continues that conversation and it just becomes very smooth and very silky. Now, when we talk about getting into tonality and, and as you re get really into this stuff advanced, and I mean, I'm talking, I mastermind with people that live, love phones, right? It, it's like all of mm -hmm. this. Now we're talking about upswings. We're talking about downswings. We're talking about, so especially Haley, uh, we see a lot of uh, wonderful real estate ladies, they upswing a lot. So they're like, so yeah, I'd like to come over and sell your home, right? That's an <laughs> upswing instead of, I'd love to come over and sell your home. It seems very nuanced, but it's very important because again, as humans, we hear things a certain way. And the whole point of being on the phone is it's about Haley. I want to make Haley feel comfortable. And the more I'm like Haley, who Haley loves, Haley loves Haley, mm -hmm. right? The more I'm like Haley, the more likely I'm going to set an appointment. 
Mm. Right. The more I'm like Brendan, and if I'm not like Haley, they're going to be like, that Brendan guy's kind of a douche. Yeah. Right. So my whole game on this phone is I've got to talking about the, you know, kind of relating it to dating. Right. When you go on that first date, if they're like, oh, I love country Western music, you're like, I love country Western music too. How weird. You're not like, I like hood dang ringer rap music. Like I keep it 100. <laughs> you're thinking that in your head, but you don't say that. Right. Right. Because you're like, I want to make out at some point, or I want to hold hands at some point. Like you want to get to somewhere with this person. So it's the same thing in the earlier parts of this relationship. We're dating later on. You'll get to know more about me and who I really am, but you want to mold to that person. We were programmed as early kids to say, your mom told you be yourself, right? We all heard that, right? You're a, you're a, you're a unique, special person, be yourself. And so in our minds, we think that's okay. I have people that have the weirdest voices. We have people that have the weirdest accents and they won't try to work on it to change. If you wanted to be a professional singer, you would have a coach that helps you become a better mm -hmm. singer, except for maybe the random people that are just naturally brilliantly talented. But hey, right. you know, even Whitney Houston has, you know, had a, 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 a voice coach, right? Like mm -hmm. we don't take it that serious. And because we don't take it that serious, we accept our income being average at mm -hmm. times. Some people do. So what I love, yeah, I love all these parallels that you're making of like um, practice, which which professionals do, and um, changing your voice and and having a coach and things like that. That people do, like singers, sports, uh, anyone that is in sports, things like that. These are normal things for them, but for some reason, agents don't take it like it applies. Right? right, but but it is very similar in the way that um, those same things will will do the same things as they do for professional and professional athletes, things like that. Yeah, well, you see, Haley, all the time, people, you know, you know, come into a, a real estate experience, coming from a different background, and you. Here's what I always hear from agents: I'm really good with people. I got into <laughs> real estate sales because at my last job, I was an accountant. And since I was an accountant, people always told me I was really good with people, so I should get into real estate. No one is questioning that you're really good with people, right? No one's questioning that for a second. That would be like the one time I go to Top Golf, I drive the ball 300 yards, and I'm like, I'm really good at golf, right? Like, yes, that might you might have some natural talent there, but it's repetition, repetition, practice, and a community. Haley, it's a, and the Red X was, was part of that community for me very early on. It connected me to so many other amazing agents that were using the system. It connected me to so many masterminds and things that I was doing. And we were all talking the same language. Yeah. Right? Uh, I remember way back in the day, and this was probably like the first year the Red X came out. And I taught a class on the Red X. And I, I'm very, at times I've learned over the years, I was very, detailed about it. So I was showing them like how you actually, how I do my database and how I categorize things. And yeah. you would have thought the audience was like, they were, <laughs> they were a bored and be asleep. Because <laughs> there's a few people that understand how powerful that tool is. I was so excited about it. I was like, you guys have no idea what this thing can do for your business. And they're like, wait, so you, and, and it was just, it was hard. And I think mm. that as we've learned over time, the adoption of technology to help us leverage our activities has, it's taken time. Your guys' biggest challenge is you have an amazing product. 
sometimes people just don't get it or yeah. they don't get it. They start using it and they expect the, they're like, well, I got the Red X, so I might as well take 10 listings this week. <laughs> and if it was that way, don't you think everybody would have it? Like, don't you think yeah. that really, like, come on, right? It takes practice. It takes consistency. It takes a habitual commitment to it. Mm -hmm. They make millions. I mean, and that's, you know, when I was using the Red X, I was selling personally myself 130 homes a year, year after year, just from literally expired for sell by owners and circle prospecting and using the Red X, not only to help the algorithms to give me the phone numbers, but using the database to nurture it because all the icons and the way that the structure worked was so powerful for me that I don't, as I said, I told you earlier, I would not be here if it wasn't, well, I'm not saying I wouldn't be here. I'd be here probably in physical action, but <laughs> I wouldn't have probably been nearly as successful as fast as I was without mm. that system. Well, and I want to speak to a little bit, we were, you used a golf analogy earlier and I was thinking about that because um, when you say like people buy the, buy that and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to take this many listings, whatever. It's like buying golf clubs, expecting to be good at golf, right? You, you have the tool and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to hit par. I don't know. I don't know golf terms, but, um, <laughs> um, and then expecting like, oh yeah, this is going to be so great. Um, without knowing the techniques, without knowing the intricacies, without knowing how to putt, right? Um, you you said that you you go to Top Golf and hit the ball really hard, but that doesn't mean that you're good on the course. That doesn't no. mean that you know um, anything about golf, right? You can just hit it hard. But you need, like in real estate, you could have the right tools, you could have all these right things, but if you don't know the techniques, if you don't know the strategy or anything, then you're just going to keep swinging and missing. Right. And, and we, and we see that. And then that's what we try to do with our, you know, we have an amazing group coaching community that's called elite progression series. And we have agents all across the country that join us because we follow a very specific program. I, I talk about it in the aspect of Haley is if you wanted to get to the Olympics and you said, okay, I'm going to XYZ, I'm going to be at a gold medalist next year. There would be a program that we would have you follow to help you get there. And there's going to be things in that program that you don't like. That's the mm -hmm. thing. A lot of times agents go, Ugh, I, I have to do sit-ups or, you know, in, in our world, script practice. Right? We, right. I analogy script. No one wants to do sit-ups. You think I want to do sit-ups? I don't want to do this. <laughs> I want to eat fettuccine Alfredo and, and have some Crown Royals and, and, you know, have a good time. I don't want to do sit-ups. But, sit, but if I want to have a certain result, I have to do those sit-ups. And people keep thinking there's a way to work around doing those activities. And, and that's what we're talking about when we talk about accountability, when we talk about being in the right community of these people. It's really just creating an environment where first you got to feel safe because you hit the nail on the head earlier, Haley, where you said script, scripts and having practice and using these systems builds confidence. Mm -hmm. I've seen agents go from timid to dominating forces in their universe, not only in real estate, but it changed their lives because they became so, you could even see their posture get better because they were confident in their scripts. They can't wait to come off mute on our Zooms because they're like, oh, I know that one. Oh, please, got that, throw it at wow. me. Like, I'm, I'm ready, like, let's go. <laughs> and they enjoyed it. But it came from 17 weeks of practice before they even felt that way, or right. six weeks or 10 weeks or whatever it is. So. So yeah, circle prospecting is a huge piece of this, but making sure you understand that it's not based upon success of, I set an appointment that day, 
It's mm -hmm. that I built a relationship or I started a budding relationship that I'm going to nurture over the, you know, throughout the course of time. And then into the future, I might get a reciprocity. You know, I might get something out of this. Yeah. But if you go into the intent of every single person owes me a commission. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Play, playing the long game and and building genuine relationships, I think, is a is a beautiful theme for for today's podcast. We're we're actually out of time. I felt like that went by really fast. <laughs> so, um, Brendan, for people that want to know where they can find resources, like I know you mentioned your role play, um, your role play thing. Where where can people find you? Yeah. So my entire script book, every script that I've wrote, you know, custom along the way and evolved over time, it's brendanbartik.com. So just my name, uh, brendanbartik.com. Um, also on there, it should have the rest of the information for our, we have live events coming up. So August 2nd uh, here in Denver, Colorado, if you want to come visit us, we have a listing mastery event. Uh, it's a full day event. Uh, you'll start, you know, you'll, you'll leave that event being literally a master in doing listing presentations. And then our Brendan Bardic Real Estate Coaching Facebook group, uh, just you know, go to Facebook, Brendan Bardic Real Estate Coaching, become a part of that community. We have so many free resources on there, checklists, uh, scripts, uh, business planning things. Uh, and then it has all of our schedule every single week on our free webinars, script practice, role play, everything is also there. Love that. Awesome. And we, and we have, we'll have links below for all of the stuff as well. Um, if people need it, but Brendan, thank you so much for coming and spending time with us. Um, yeah. you have given us a lot of value in such a short I, amount I'm of glad. time. I, I, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm honored. You guys have done so much for us in the real estate community. I can't thank you guys enough. And if there's anything I can do for anyone out there, don't hesitate to give us a call or connect with me some way. Of course. Yes. And we'll have to have you back on uh, to talk about more stuff. I, I mean, I wanted to go more into database and, and your touch program and everything like that. Um, so we'll definitely have to have you back on for um, another one of these. But um, thanks, everybody, for watching, tuning in, coming in live. And, and for those that will listen to this afterwards, uh, thanks for the live audience who asked questions and, and um, chimed in. Thank you. And um, if you want to subscribe to our podcast, all you have to do is go to theredx.com forward slash podcast and put your email in. You'll be emailed every single time that we have a new episode. Um, and I think that wraps up for today. And we will see you guys next Thursday. Same time.